Hey, gang, the clock is ticking before our live commentary at the Jacob Burns Film Center this Friday, October 31st. The marathon kicks off at 10 p.m. Passes are still available. Come up if you're in the city, the metro area. If you're not, it's a quick drive from wherever you are, I'm guessing. Uh, but if you're in the New York metro area, you come up on the Metro North uh, train there. It's uh, under an hour. Nice quick ride up. Walking distance from the train station. It's a pretty good setting for an actual horror movie itself. Who knows? There, there might be a slasher thing that happens throughout the thing. A you know scream I mean? two. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it might no. be scream two. You know, like I'll be Jada Pinkett screaming out. How oh, I want to be Jada Pinkett <laughs> yelling at the audience for being so excited about bloodlust. Look at me and no one's caring. <laughs> My God, that opening is so stupid. It's, it's so stupid. I well, think it's, it's throwing this like fake like I can't believe you like violence so much. Yeah. By the way, here's scream two. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna go out like more like Omar Epps, and I'm just gonna be like listening to somebody take a shit, and then I get a knife in the ear. Well, that's you are known for listening to people take shits in bathrooms. Oh yeah, eight films, one night, all horror. It's one of my favorite. It is my favorite stupid horror movie of all time that we're well, doing the live commentary yes, for. Yes, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, my favorite. Yes. stupid horror movie of all time. And I'll, I'll I'll give like another kind of hint here. I mean, everybody knows what it is, but we, we can yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I just I'm just I'm not going to. But, but I'll say this: uh, if anyone hasn't figured it out yet, I mean, and after last week, my goodness, Please. I was really hitting the nail on the head. Right. But uh, if you uh, happen to know how to find my letterboxed page, uh-huh. uh, I have been watching every other movie in this franchise except for the one that we're doing. Oh. So, Saving that for a, a rewatch this week. Get get in the zone for the commentary. Yeah. Auto zone. Yeah. <laughs> get in the zone. Now, now we're going to get sued. I sang the auto zone. <laughs> so 10 p.m. this Friday, October 31st. Uh, you can pick up passes at burnsfilmcenter.org. And don't forget, speaking of the 31st, it is your last day to email us for your listener request month animation damnation email. Oh, man. We've, we've really just stepped in at this time. Yeah. There's been so many <laughs> great responses and so many awesome, like, bizarre cartoons I've never heard of. Oh, yeah. Good episodes of things that I've been looking for, like... Because that's the thing. is, like, I, I, we, we have an idea of what we want to do for the rest of this show, this, this side show that we do, but, like, there's just so many episodes of everything, and it's hard to find stuff. And that's why it's been so great that everybody's been putting links to everything in yes. the email, because yeah. it... It helps. It really does. Thank you for following instructions. <laughs> so, again, if you haven't written in yet, you have till this Friday, uh, the 31st of October. Write in with the show you want us to take a look at, the episode, and a link to it on YouTube. Uh, or make a mention of it being in uh, in a Netflix or Hulu-type situation. We'll take care of it from there. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, stupid cartoons, man. Ridiculous episodes of popular cartoons. Anything goes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Steve and I were just talking about how eventually we want to do this one particular episode of uh, Batman the Animated Series, which is one of the best cartoons of all time. But there's something that qualifies in there. Absolutely. There's, there's fun, stupid shit all over the place. <laughs> So here, here's what you do. Wake up on the 31st, write your email in about uh, what you want us to do on AD, uh, and then uh, go to BurnsFilmCenter.org. Pick up your pass, come up to the Burns. Uh, you know, I'll be hosting all night. We're going on second. It's going to be a really, really fun time. Go to work if you have to, though. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't, don't get fired to. just on the, on the case of, uh, you know. Yeah, because then nobody wants to go to an all night horror marathon once they've been fired. Yeah, you know? I know. It's, yeah, your life's already be... horrific enough as it is. A downer, I feel, yeah, probably. <laughs> October 31st, check us at the Burns and email us your AD picks. Don't wait.
Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Chris Gavin. Steve Sadak. And we hate movies. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. Huh? Sometimes. That is what I... Hello, everyone. Welcome to the final, final, God, I'm so bummed, episode of the Spooktacular 2014. Hashtag WHM Spooktacular 2014. We are talking, you all guessed it, folks, Child's Play 3. Directed by Jack Bender from 1991. Jack Bender, of course, was a big, uh, he's a big TV director. He directed a ton right of Lost. Like, he wasn't like series director, but dude directed a shit ton of Lost episodes. Some of the best ones, actually. Uh, but in 1991, he unfortunately dabbled in the feature film world, and we got this. <laughs> You think he met like Abrams at a party, and it's just like, uh, they, like Abrams just did taking care of business. He just did like <laughs> Child's Play three, and they're just like, what are we gonna do, man? And it's like, dude, I'm gonna get you out of this mess. <laughs> Trust me, in like 20 years from now, I'll get you out of this mess. Don't worry about it, brother. Don't worry. I feel like they probably met, and like they did, like he was gonna do like taking care of business. Jack Bender was gonna he, he but that, and so they met a few times, and then they just they just disagreed on what it should be. <laughs> Who wanted what in that situation? <laughs> I feel like Jack Bender probably wanted to be more like an Oz type. God, really, I wanted really to be shank- more of a... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting killed! <laughs> oh, Ritz, I'm getting stabbed in the kidneys! <laughs> hey, Schillinger, I'm not Jewish! Egg! <laughs> I know that there's a lot of fans of like all horror franchises. Yep. Like I'm a fan of stupid shit. I can't get behind this Chucky nonsense. I like, never could. I'll tell you, I prefer puppetry mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. puppet chucky this cgi chucky this shit in these new movies yeah, i, can't I haven't that. seen any of them i've been like you know unfortunate enough to see clips of them but yeah. this is a franchise i cannot back i remember seeing the first of the new of the new cycle the, um, the jennifer tilly series the jennifer bride tilly of chucky series. i think yeah, was the, that one that one i remember seeing that in theaters and it was Awful. You saw the whole thing in theaters? Just that that one I saw the whole thing in Oh, theaters. really? Um, that was kind of in that Halloween H2O timeline. Yeah. Like, post-scream, slashers are back, baby. We just yeah. need to, to gussy them up. And everyone put on their best horror tuxedo and made a good showing. <laughs> so H2O came out. Bride of Chucky came out. Freddy vs. Jason's a little later, but pretty much right there. It's right, right. there. I mean, they did, like, so H2O is like 98 yeah. Um and I feel like that Bride of Chucky was like around then. Yeah. Yeah. Then was... you got Seed. Oh yeah. Where two puppets fucking make a baby. <laughs> yeah. A, a baby, a baby doll. puppet? Was it a doll? Yeah. I mean it, they yeah. were two dolls and they had doll intercourse. Yeah. And then a baby doll is made. 
Uh, and then there was Curse of Chucky, which I think is like possibly a reboot-ish? Uh, uh, I don't know. The newest one? one's supposed to be different. Like, it's supposed to be like, less fucking jokes, more horrors. Right, that, and that's that's Curse of Chucky. That's 2013. And the, the, the thing is, the first one, I was under the impression... Like, I was always... Look, there's two things in this world that scare the shit out of me. It's fucking clowns, and it's dolls that come to life. That's, oh, yeah. Those yeah. are sure. the things. Those are my top two. It's not spiders. It's not fucking... <laughs> But man, oh man, am I terrified of that shit? And like, that's why I like, I don't need to see that Annabelle movie. I know it's bad, and I hate being afraid of bad movies. Yeah, <laughs> we were taught. We, I, I will admit this to the world now uh, of something that I was mentioning off air in the privacy of my living room to you. <laughs> but I am kind of terrified to watch most modern horror movies. I've been trying to get over that slump, like this Halloween season, and like watching some stuff I find on Netflix here and there. But like. The thing that I can't do, and I think it's because the ring just like, just scared me to death. Yeah. yeah. That first ring movie, the Naomi Watts remake. Um, like weird dead girl ghost things. Yeah, we're and all I, walking all yeah. jangly and shit. We're walking all jangly and shit. And yeah. I can't, <laughs> and it's that stuff that I'm like, I just, I can't watch that. And I feel like that's what, like all of these, the haunting of Mary who gives a shit, yeah, possession yeah. of Esther who cares, like <laughs> all of these movies that are coming out. And you can forget all the ones that are apartment and room number because yeah. there's about 14 of those movies now. And they're all jangly walking weird girls and I can't look at it. I'm going to tell you this and you're not going to believe me. Okay. But the possession of Esther who cares is actually pretty good. <laughs> Sounds like a Chris Cabin tall tale to me. <laughs> but, you know, and that's why I, and also I had a real big, I have a huge gap, uh, see the uh, Friday the 13th episode we did. Uh, in, in My home, heart's in, still broken. In slasher movies, because I was always afraid of them as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten over it, you know what I mean? I, I've realized that there, there's actually almost none of them that are actually scary, and also I'm an adult. Yeah. Nothing's going to get me. <laughs> um, but, I, just scared, I just said I'm scared of weird girls. <laughs> Yeah. Jangly walking, jangly walking, <laughs> weird dead girls who are a little pale. So it doesn't matter if you're an adult or not, dude. So that's why that's why the child's play was always at the bottom of my list. It was like a double dose, you know what I mean? But yeah. I watched the first one last year, and I assumed that was the good one. Usually, the first one's the good one. Well, because they made a bunch more, so the first one had to be good, right? And like usually, the first one's the least jokey of the of all of them. But right. he's just bebapping and scatting all over that one too. Yeah, it's just it's way too many jokes. It's way too many jokes of Brad Dourif Dourifing around mm-hmm. in this Jack Nicholson impression, and I can't stand it. And I will say that's the one thing that the new Chucky movies get right is that he's mo- doing some sort of Polish accent yes <laughs> no they they make the world heightened like the, yeah. the world is a little bit more silly looking sure. in those movies whereas in that it's like a fucking sydney lumet new york <laughs> it like it, it's yeah. really ridiculous it is the hard streets of new york city man it's, it's like so chris weird. sarandon walking around steamy fucking sewer caps you it's know like, it's taxi driver <laughs> It's unbelievable. And then there's just a sash-talking doll. For no reason. Absolutely not. I mean, like that's the thing. The problem also is, like, Chucky could could and should be scary, but, like, once he starts telling jokes, once he's the protagonist of the movie, not like like he is in this movie, yeah. he's not the antagonist who's like, oh, my God, is he in the corner? Oh, my God, is he under the thing? He's just, every, he's just the guy we're following. We're just following his life at this point. <laughs> I'm his <laughs> puppet life. I feel like that's because, like, it was a sensation, right? Yeah, like, people he loved was, it. He was a sensation, and it's not like 
it's not like something like Friday the 13th where you line up all the dead meat kids yep. and you just wait for Jason to come. Yeah. You know, like the attraction is just seeing this doll and like it's the same thing with the later Freddy movies. It's like you're coming because this thing's making jokes and killing people. Yeah. yeah. So like, like punny you, and whatever. And yeah. Like you got to watch the thing make the joke before the kill. So you can't set up any kind of suspense where like he's going to pop out and kill somebody. He pops out. But then he's like making a joke, and then he's killing somebody. It's like Kramer, you know, at that point, like, woo, Kramer! If 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 Child's Play was a sitcom, like every time Chucky came on screen, there'd be a round of canned applause. I do feel like Jason is Jerry in that situation. <laughs> yeah, he is the neat freak of the bunch. So I guess Freddie would be George. Yeah, he, he flies off the handle a bit. You know, that he makes flies sense. off his handle. He lost the job at the high school. <laughs> Just can't keep a job, that Fred Costanza. <laughs> you did what with the children? Oh my god! <laughs> that's, I guess, a Jason impression. Sort yeah, of. I, I mean, he doesn't really talk so. not at all. No. But I figured that's what you were doing. <laughs> Thank you. So we start this one off like the end of that second one. He's like blown to bits and melted or he's, something. He's melted with like liquid, like acid plastic. It's boiling acid, <laughs> says the security guard from Batman Forever. <laughs> so, yeah, he's just a puddle. And so we open on the puddle. We open on like doll parts. Like, yeah. that's look at all these parts. Like, ew, right? <laughs> yeah. Gross. But it's like a it's like a Chucky credit sequence, I guess. You see the aftermath. You see, like, the company, I guess, is, like, getting ready to make these best bud dolls or whatever they're called get back in business. So they're revamping this factory in Transylvania. <laughs> yeah. And, like, while they're passing the Chucky doll, the melted-down Chucky doll across the mixture, which I guess they're going to use the same what, one, yeah, decades-old plastic mixture, sure, yeah, that's a just bunch expensive. of blood goes into it yeah. Yeah. from the doll. Now, my question was, why aren't all of them evil? Yeah, if yeah. all of the blood is in the fucking vat, yeah. why aren't they all evil? And that would be that's, really good. Well, that's, Chuckies, that's yeah. you're exactly right, Chris. That's the way you do it. That's how you step up the stakes. And mm. you know what? Fine, it would be obnoxious. We would be sitting here complaining about. Oh, I had to hear twelve tracks of Brad Dourif. <laughs> I'm I'm fine giving him money. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love the man. I mean, right? if, he's if great. he wants money, you give him money. What if you get the whole uh, you get the whole Cuckoo's Nest cast back? You get. <laughs> You get Chavetta's one. You get Danny DeVito as another. Christopher Lloyd could be a doll. You blow Chiefs your budget on Nicholson. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Nicholson. Well, you don't have to blow your budget on Nicholson. You got Brad Dourif doing the doing the Nicholson impression. <laughs> oh, that will work because that's all it is. Yeah, he's not yeah. talking like Brad Dourif. He's talking like Jack Nicholson. Yep. And it's weird. It is. And he even does the Jack Nicholson shining scream when he runs out at Scatman Carruthers. <laughs> the. Uh, yeah. Which that he does thing. exactly 1,500 times. Oh, my this. God. By it's, the end of it, you're so tired of him. I'm so awed out. Like, it's not even funny. Like, why does this puppet need to psych himself up to kill people? Like, you know. It's like a wrestler getting ready to jump off the top turnbuckle. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, no, no, Chucky. You're not dealing with a hernia. You're just going to kill somebody. <laughs> oh, my groin. And so we cut to a 1990s boardroom, and this guy, this, this Poindexter is given a whole spiel about like and it's not like usually it would make sense if this guy was like oh my god i can't believe you're bringing back this thing what a ter you know he's he maybe he's the guy that believes in the magic but he's got some hard numbers he's like yeah. look this this whole thing this whole toy line is related to death 
You look, yeah. at, you look at that toy, you think of death. This thing is going to be poison to our bottom line. Yeah. yeah. And this guy's like the, like the chief, like the CEO or whatever. You know, he's just like, nobody's going to remember this. It's like, no, dude. Everyone's going to remember that this kid claimed one of your dolls killed his family or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, and what the, what's very clever about this, too, is this Poindexter, in a sense, like, Kind of just recaps those first two oh, yeah. movies for you. It's pretty economic. In this boardroom meeting, it's better than a flashback. Mm-hmm. So this guy's like, oh, fuck it. Kids are stupid. And it's like, well, <laughs> yeah. But, but sir, you're not listening. Look at these graphs. That we I'm- all know kids are stupid. That's not <laughs> the point. Also, get corporate culture right. They would do a whole fucking like, and this would suck. But they would do a whole like design. Oh, he's got to have new clothes. Yep. He's got to have a new like fucking hairdo. Mm-hmm. You can't just put out the same doll in the do same that. dungarees. Absolutely not. They would never do that. But they do that. <laughs> What's amazing is like they're bothering to have this boardroom meeting, and the guy, the guy is just like, "Well, this has all been fascinating, but by the way, the new shipment of dolls will be here in fifteen <laughs> minutes, and we'll have them out in stores by the end of the week." I was like, "What is the?" point of having this boardroom meeting then if only to remind us about the last two movies why didn't you just say no to the guy (laughs) (laughs) just shoot that shit down and let everybody go to lunch early well that's the best part too is like you think at the end the guy goes up he's like look you know boss that's just those are just my opinions you know i don't i don't want to be on the wrong side he's like oh don't worry about it and you think maybe he's going to do something nefarious to him or he's going to do that i want that man homeless penniless or like (laughs) tearing tickets in Alaska or whatever. Like, yeah. No. Just, just walks, walks right out of there. They do a bullshit thing where he's like, well, I'm going to take off for the night, boss. And he's like, mm, if you must. <laughs> and the guy like pauses for a second. He's like, well, my wife's expecting me. See, it's our, uh, it's our anniversary. And he's like, mm, if you must. <laughs> and he does the old like, well, I guess I could get these reports done after dinner. If you must, crotch it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a sack of my laundry. Yeah. <laughs> So they they then present this old man at the end of this boardroom meeting with the new good guy doll. There's a bullshit like the good guy doll for the 90s. And you're like, oh, it's just the 90s, it's isn't it? The same package. It's, it's the, the same. same it's the same thing. thing. It's the same thing. Yep. I don't know what you know. It's like, oh, but look, see there on his top collar. He's got a cool radical symbol. or oh, something. Yeah. Fourth dimple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely different. So they give him this doll, and he's being like a big hotshot businessman. You know, the end of the night, it's it's late. Yeah, he, he puts on CNN or whatever. Yeah, he's doing the old. Uh, I'm gonna do some putt putt in my office, and whatever. This doll comes to life and kills him. It takes forever. This scene, they really thought that they were really they were gonna make some. And like that's why I was like, oh, are they trying to make this suspenseful? Because I know what the doll is. I know what the doll does. Yeah, he's I gonna know. Jack Nicholson roar and. <laughs> kill this person. He put like marbles all over the floor. And then he like, he acted this old man hilariously has tons of toys in his office. Yeah. I guess if you're a toy magnate, even a heartless one, you still have to have like your product all yeah, over samples. the place. Yeah. But there, there's all these like little like toy cars and little robots like coming after him and stuff because like the dolls turned it but on. It's almost like a saw setup. Like, yeah, it's kind you, of a you big have to trap. Do this thing and then you trip on the marbles then I'm going to stab you in this arm and then maybe I'll strangle you. Yeah, he does the with piano, a yo-yo. He does the piano wire and then he like comes, you know? He's like, "Oh yeah, that was fucking awesome." Oh yeah, it feels good to be back or whatever. <laughs> Here's the thing. 
real quick, I think it's like the most unbelievable part of this this scene, right? And it's not the fact that a doll comes to life and kills a man. It's that a doll comes to life and gets itself easily out of this packaging yep. without this old man hearing anything. Do you know how hard it is to take a toy out of anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's obnoxious. The, it's got those little twisty ties on there, maybe. You yeah. need fucking scissors. Well, I mean, yeah, you need an adult to get some scissors. <laughs> Early 90s, I feel it's just staples. But still, you're punching the cardboard. Well, yeah. this fucking doll somehow mails itself. That's a scene I want to see. Yeah. Where is the scene where he, you know what it had to have been? This is mm. the only thing I can see happening. Is he's like, hey, homeless bum. <laughs> you know, he's like, give you a quart of whiskey if you just uh, mail this box that I'm going to put myself in. <laughs> Don't worry, I am a talking doll. And I'm not going to poison you. <laughs> and he just has like this whole, he gives the homeless man like 20 bucks to go get like a fifth, right? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, now I'm going to get in this box, you piece of shit. And then he's like, I'm not killing you because I'm a real good killer. Yeah. <laughs> And he just makes this like drunk homeless man like mail him because because how else is it happening? They put him in the mail chute. Oh, <laughs> he's going down. He's all the way down. <laughs> just stupid. And the thing here's the thing, and also what makes Chucky a lot less scary than your Jasons and your Freddies and your other dudes. <laughs> your Michaels, all the dudes, all the du- all, you all the horror dudes. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Got a little mop the hoople on you there for a second. <laughs> it happens. But he has a very clear objective, and that makes him less scary. Like, he's like all I need to do is get my soul into Andy, right. and then I'll be all right. Like, because what he wants to do is take over the body of a young person so he could live again. It's another being reborn through a child. Let's point that out. But he also draws, and because I'm not su- super familiar with these movies, like, oh, he needs Andy because he's bound to him by a spell or something. That's the only way to complete the spell. But then he goes to the school and it's like, oh, let me take this other kid. It's like so. If you, it could be any kid in the whole world. Yeah, you could find a stupid no. kid. Like, come on. Like, you. <laughs> well, he does find a stupid kid in this movie. Oh yeah, real, but, a real dunce. But the thing is, is that he has to. <laughs> real dunce. He has to. Uh, it's the first person he tells who he really is. Yes. Oh, is that how yeah, that he's works? Like, My name's Charles Nelson Riley. Well, that's, a, <laughs> that's not what oh, necessary. <laughs> Oh, no, it's Charles whatever, yeah. you know. Manning camp or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like he reveals his true identity. Oh, it's so he's like bound then, to then him. Like bound some... to him. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, it was yeah. anybody. And I was like, if it's fucking anybody. Too, but at like... the same time, it still could be literally anybody because just go up to any dunce yep. and be like, I'm Charles Nelson Riley. Now I got to <laughs> eat your soul. You know, like. It doesn't make any sense that he tries for Andy twice. It's, it's not even to eat your soul. He tries three times, by the way. It's full pedophilia talk. Yeah. Because it's hide your soul. We're going to play hide the soul. Ew. It's, Ew. We're getting a little weird with Ew. how we're trying Dude, to trick these kids. There's a lot of pedophilia coming up. So mm-hmm. he met, he's like, I got to find, find Andy on the internet, which is enough of a problem. No, 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 no. no. This, is, this movie comes out in 1991, okay? <laughs> internet not necessarily readily available. No, I know. Okay, so it's... He's back in that CEO's office, and he's like, where's Andy? And it's just like you see the reflection of the computer screen, and somehow he just pulls up this file. It's yeah. like, what? Well, I mean, that kid must have sued his company four or five times at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's true. 
you're not you're not getting uh, you're not getting court out of that. Although I would imagine a big corporation like that might just settle. Yeah, it's like, oh Jesus, here's that kid again saying the doll tried oh, to kill him. They definitely have a Barclay binder. Like <laughs> it's it's not a file. It's no longer a file. It's a fucking binder. So time has passed a little bit since our last uh, Child's Play movie. So we're in a fake future, by the way, because I think the last one was like 1990 or like 89. It's and, yes, you're and, totally right. And he's it's like eight years in the in the future because like Andy's like 15 or 16. Yeah, you're totally right. So we're in a fake 1994, I guess. He looks like a bad uh, Will oh. Wheaton stunt double. Uh, Justin Whalen uh, was Jimmy Olsen in the the second Jimmy Olsen in the Lois and Clark show because the first Ooh. one. A little too Italian for everyone's taste. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, me? there was a, the, the original one was like this, like like fast talking, a better actor too, like a fast talking, like hey CK, how you how you doing? And and then like they're like, uh, is that he supposed to be Irish? <laughs> His name's Jimmy Olsen. Does not- he have to be a newsie? <laughs> <laughs> Where did he get that cab? <laughs> Why does he keep using that cab? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't recognize him yeah. from anything. The only th- I remember him from uh, the Serial Mom. He's the yep. uh, funny masturbator. <laughs> that's a credit you want to keep under IMDb. <laughs> I, and that's how he's credited, funny masturbator, <laughs> right under Kathleen Turner. So, so his second build, <laughs> Kathleen Turner, funny masturbator. <laughs> So he's sent, I guess, after spending some f- some years we don't see go by in a mm. series of foster homes. Do you think uh, Kurt Cobain never dies in this reality? By the way, in this I alternate nineties, so. yeah, you I would so. I would put up with a Chucky doll chasing me if that was the case. <laughs> to have old Kurt back. Um, so he's at this military academy, Kent. Kent Kent's. military school is that yeah. the idea. Yeah. Um, so he's just like thrown right into the the thing. Like he Kent doesn't... military school, where live ammunition is king. I guess it must be. The, the fucking motto is readily available. Yeah, I mean, it, we, I was talking about, I've, I saw some other people like talking about this online and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's feasible. Like, I yeah. don't know anything about yeah, military sure. academies, but like, I would wager there's live ammunition somewhere. Locked the F up. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's a world where there's a doll that comes to life. Sure, and kills sure. People. It could also be a world where a gun cabinet's left unlocked. <laughs> or, well, I mean, it looks like Wallace's shed. It's like off to nowhere. It's a rickety fucking door. There's spider webs. <laughs> yeah, where all the bullets are. <laughs> so you know, he gets there and he's he immediately gets sent to like the colonel's office, and it's a really like. This guy is going a roundabout way to be like, I don't want any of that doll bullshit in my school. <laughs> yeah, know, you know, great. it's just like, now why don't you tell me why you're here? Uh-huh. What else? <laughs> well, I was, uh, you know, I, I got around in foster care and I didn't really like it. Uh-huh. What else? <laughs> Get to the part about the doll. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm not hearing about a doll. And your mother going crazy because of a doll. Yeah, totally. So get my mother, you know, she's in a mental institution for uh, various reasons. Why? <laughs> because <laughs> my buddy and who? <laughs> So he finally says it. He's like, very good. No doll shenanigans. Like, we all have to grow the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's not, thinking that a doll killed a lot of people is not is not immature. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. It's not like, oh, little child. It's like, oh, crazy child. <laughs> yeah, totally different animal. Also, then, why isn't, like, he... You want to put Andy in the mental institution, yes. right? Because you... 
They did it with uh, 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 Elm Street 3. Like, that's just a ward full of crazy kids, mm-hmm. and they've all been fucked with by Freddy. Sure. Like, pop them in there. Well, like, what they kind of suggest in the beginning of the second one is that, like, he was crazy because the mother was crazy about the doll because she is the one who's fighting him in the first one. Yes. It, it is more, yeah, it's the mom. You're totally and, and right. And then the second one, it's more him fighting it with Garrett Graham and, and the new foster family. Yeah, because Seventh Heaven was gone at that point. She, she she skipped town. The mom's not in the second one? No, I don't think so. No, she's not. Oh, really? Oh. No, she, she goes to a foster, uh, Garrett Graham's father. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, one and done. Yeah. I see. She's in a picture, though. <laughs> yeah. A framed picture. They paid, about they, it. they paid for that fucking film still, and they will use it. And they use it in this. He puts it on his dresser in his little dorm room. So, yeah, he goes. He meets Horshack, his uh, little roommate there. <laughs> yeah, this guy's a real wiener, huh? He, I mean, and it's... <laughs> Whitehurst or something? Yeah, Whitehurst. Man, this kid's arc is just <laughs> something else. <laughs> and we'll get there, because that's the... That is... This kid's whole thing is the stake of the movie. You know, everything yeah. else is the potatoes, the <laughs> yep. fucking bread, the dessert, mm-hmm. that kid, that's the steak. Also known as Quentin Tarantino's The Cowardly Lion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this guy, like, I feel like most of his life is like Paul from The Wonder Years. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like that mm-hmm. pussified by another, like, 30%. Like, mm-hmm. Paul wasn't a coward. Paul's parents caught him smoking a cigarette to ship him off to the <laughs> military academy. Yeah. I mean, so this is, it's like, you know, it's a military academy thing, right? So, like, there's an older boy who's, like, the uh, more senior officer. Of course, he hates this kid for Shelton. no reason. Shelton is the, yeah, the bully. Yeah. Then you got uh, a girl, Da Silva, mm-hmm. I believe is her name. From Entourage. Yeah, yeah she's, uh, what's it, Piven's wife on Entourage. Yeah, yeah. And she's in old school as well. Who's she in old school? Farrell's wife. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. And she's in a great episode of The X-Files, uh, the vampire one where it's th- three vampires. Oh, is she one of the three? She's the she's the woman who seduces uh, Mulder. Mm. She's, I think she's really good, actually. I yeah. think she's, had, like, a, she's a character actress. She's not in a ton. Perry Reeves, she's, she's actually like somebody like, oh, good. You know, you, you, she's kind of the she's, best part of this movie. Yeah, she's, she's really like, goodness, you yeah. see her in these scenes and you're like, all right, you're actually doing something with mm-hmm. this fucking dreck. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Thank you for trying. And um, so Chucky bails himself, and there's this kid, um, Tyler. 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 R. Tyler. I think his first name is like Rodney or something, but yeah. never his last name. So Tyler's his name, ostensibly. And like, you know, he's a dope. I mean, the, the, the problem is. So but he's like five years old. What is he. That's what I don't understand. Like, do you put kids this young in a military academy? He, but he's not. I mean, he's like eight or nine, isn't he? He's, he's, about he's just acting five. Yeah, he's, he's about seven or eight. But there are young. There's little kids. There's also I don't I don't know a lot of a lot of co-ed military schools. Again, prove me wrong, kids. I don't know. I don't know I, one yeah. from the other. But well, like, there's only two two women in this one. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's the other thing. That, well, that's the thing. It's a it's a bunch. It's like it's a cheap movie. So it's like sixteen boys, yeah. two girls, and four little kids. You know, like that. And that's <laughs> the entirety of the school, which is amazing to me because it's like, why don't you just balance that out a little bit? Why do you need so many teenage boys? Yeah, just get get another another couple of girls. Like get get some more girls. You can ease up on the little kids. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Like, 
are the little kids running the drills and shit just yeah. like these teenagers? Then you have two separate curriculums going on together and you don't have you clearly don't have the staff to make it work. <laughs> I don't think I see one teacher in this this uh movie. Shelton is in a fucking place of power. It makes no sense. It's silly. Uh, it's ridiculous. There's, yeah, there's no classes ever. It's only we're just running and you know doing push-ups and yeah. whatever else and like <laughs> but they'd still have to go to school, man. Like you know like yeah. the state makes them go to school. Yeah. By the way, since we're bringing up Tyler, can uh, we talk about how he's introduced with another character who is my favorite character, the barber? Oh, Dude, man. This pervert. I don't know what his problem is. I don't you know, know what, what movie he belongs in, but I don't think it's this one. Well, speaking of weird creeps, he's the dude who plays the Scorpio killer in Dirty Harry. Yep. That makes perfect sense. Yep. Who... Give this guy free reign to cut kids' hair. Like, come on, come and, on. And as if it couldn't get any worse, the barber shop is in the basement. <laughs> where no one can hear you scream. And he's, and he's got cartoons on all oh. day. And he's a he's, he's given uh you know Jimmy Olsen a haircut and he's like, <laughs> you know why the Romans made their hair short? And I'm like, oh fuck. Like, you <laughs> oh, know, what? if you're bringing now, up orgies. <laughs> so you talk about the Romans, and it's like, oh, he's like because the generals wanted their squires to look. I mean, because <laughs> that way no one could pull your hair. Oh, wait. Can I make it worse? Can yeah. I set this scene even creepier? Sure. Do we remember what's on the walls of this barbershop? Hair samples with corresponding Polaroids to the children he's given haircuts no, really? to. Yes, you didn't notice that? <laughs> oh, no, my God. There's Polaroids of children with little hair. This little is, hair samples. And they're all in a padded room. This is your <sighs> horror movie, everybody. Yep. Creepy barber. Creepy kid barber. Done. Like, that's like Chucky comes in and he's like, you're a real creep, you <laughs> asshole. And he goes, oh, yeah. And he just murders the doll. Yep. The doll's out of the franchise, and now it's just Barber 3, the barbening. <laughs> yep, exactly. I'm going to lower your ears. And, you know, he cuts the ears <laughs> off and puts them on his feet. You know, like, that's that's lowering your ears. That's, that's, your, that's your movie. Yeah. My God. It's it's unsettling, <laughs> it's, this it's, character. It gets, like, you, you want to trim garden shears head off. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, clearly he's got a mustache. So he... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that goes without saying. Tyler is, you know, delivering mail, and he gets a package for Andy because <laughs> that's where so he make the. We went to the bums explicitly. Like, make it out to Andy Barclay at the military academy. You nope. got you got to put the PO box on there. I'm also I'm going to be in shipping for weeks. No, no, that's <laughs> no, that's one R B A R C. No, I know it sounds like Barclay. It's not. It's Barclay. The bar where you wish you lived. <laughs> Clay, what's in your fucking skull instead of a brain? I just like the idea of Chucky cool at his heels on the third attempt to deliver this package. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me, mailman? <laughs> I know he's putting a notice on the door. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! I hear him taking out that pad. He's never going to sign it. God damn it. Third attempt, I'm going to sit in that back room for weeks. Now someone's going to have to come to the post office and pick me up. Also, great, great missed opportunity here. Uh, so, like, this little kid's carrying this huge box that's, like, taller than him. Yeah. And he drops it down the stairs because, uh, like, everyone in this military academy is messing with other kids. Yeah, it's bully high. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, oh, hey, little kid, what do you got, a package? And, like, toss him. And this box falls down the stairs. A really good stair fall. Where is the ah, oh, ah, ah, far, ah, eh? Like, that doll needs to be yelling that it's falling. Well, that's another thing about Chucky that I don't understand is Chucky bleeds, 
if Chucky loses an eyeball, he's lost an eyeball. If right. You know, there's no regenerative property properties, at least in this movie. Not that I saw. So, like, he's just a little person at that point. He's a creepy... Because, like, yeah. he's got no extra strength that we can see. Like, he's not super strong. He's not super fast. He's a little person with a knife, essentially. Well, I mean, that, I mean, the fact that this movie... I mean, I, I know that, you know, logic isn't supposed to have any words. But, like, he is... De- like, the whole thing is at the end of the second one. Yeah. He does become Chucky. Like, he can't... Go, like he actually gets Andy down, and he does the whole thing. He does the whole thing. Uh, oh, he does the little spell, and it doesn't work because he's been in the fucking doll too long. So he is Chucky, and then they kill Chucky. Oh. So then, but why exactly? If... Why? <laughs> but yeah, like, wouldn't that mean that his whole like motive in this movie makes no sense? Like, it was just if it was just to kill Andy for vengeance, right. that would make sense. Well, I guess the argument they make here is that he's, he's got a born. new body. Because oh. he's got a new body. Apparently that whole vat of plastic only went into one fucking doll. You're so damn right. Like, why are there not a, an army of little Chucky dolls? Better movie. Kills me. Oh, so, also the haircut that Andy gets from that child molester barber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a Wolverine haircut. It is. Yeah. He's a little Wolverine. He looks like a Will Wheaton dressed up as Will Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine is what this kid looks like. <laughs> he so he he gets this little kid in the basement and like the kid unwraps the package cuz he he realizes it's a toy and he's excited about it. And you know, he's, he's a little fucking deprived kid. Yeah. But like here's the thing. So I had a great imagination as a kid. Yeah. I knew that none of my toys could talk to me. And if any of them did, that's the end of it. Mom, mom, mom. That's what I'm screaming three times. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, one of my notes was, how is this kid not petrified of what's happening right now? Yeah. And to further that point, no one really is that surprised when they encounter (laughs) this talking doll. There's, like, a mild amount of, like, oh, holy shit. Uh, you know why? Because all of the other movies have, oh, is that a good guy doll? I think those, those are evil. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, look, it's coming after me with a knife. Oh, I knew it would do that. <laughs> the, the, the world all saw that New York Times piece about Andy Barclay. <laughs> oh, that was the Andy Barclay. I told you that was the Andy Barclay that's now going to our school. They got a, a Wolverine haircut, but it's him. <laughs> Can't hide behind that Wolverine haircut, Barclay. <laughs> I know what's going on. Get away, paparazzo. <laughs> So he, like, tries to do this spell on this kid, like, immediately. Yeah. Now we're going to play Take My Soul. Or hide the soul. Oh, hide, hide the soul. Because yeah. it's, again, touch her. Touch her language. Hide the sausage. Yeah. <laughs> and the kid's like, oh, boy. And, like, again, Chucky, you know what? You fucked this up three times already at this point. <laughs> you never use your real voice. Use your super high, cute voice. And be like, well, we're going to play a fun game. Just close your eyes yep. and put these earplugs in because I'm about to do some satanic shit. Yeah. You know, like it's just figure out a better. Figure it out. He does a bad job at ever pretending to be innocent in this movie. And it's a big problem because he would succeed all of the time. Just stick to your same three dumb lines that the doll is supposed to say and then secretly just come alive yep. and kill somebody. See, that's the problem is the serial killer that's inside this doll, like the soul of that serial killer, cannot get out of his own way. <laughs> no, he can't. He just cannot do it. Well, what I just don't understand is like, okay, so he finds out immediately, he's like, okay, I have a new body, I can fucking, you know, do, I can do it to another kid this time. Yeah. I've got free reign. Any kid I want. And the first one you meet, why not go to a fucking orphanage or go to a yeah, fucking... Yeah, nobody's going to miss them. <laughs> go to a fucking hospital, like somewhere where they're going to be there all the time, and I get, I get the whole mileage aspect of it. Right, you want to get, you want to get as young as possible to get as much time in this new body right. as possible. 
But like really the difference between eight and sixteen is a lot in terms of like where I'd like to be yeah. versus a little in terms of more years on this earth. Because I mean? here's the other thing. You know that this serial killer is a real scumbag. Sure. Right? Wouldn't you guess that yeah. the first thing this guy wants to do when he gets back into a nice flesh suit <laughs> is go find some tail sure. at some flea bag motel, right? And like, then murder, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, well, like, you know, pick up a couple of girls, yeah. you know. Black Dahlia, all of them. Yeah, do yeah, do your thing, then Black Dahlia them, and, like, go on. No, you know. Eight years old. What like, who are you going to go to? The barber? And what, you, you can't even get a job or, like, rob a... Like, you can't, you can't even get a hotel room as an, 18, as an eight-year-old boy. You're stuck in this dumb military school <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, until you, you can orphanage. age out. Yeah. The, uh, the most I would... Like, I'm, yeah. I'm 31 now, you know, getting, getting up... Not getting up there, but older. The most I'd ever want to, like, go back is, like, five years, maybe, tops? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to be fucking... I definitely don't want to be... a Ten years old, no, no advantages. No, over Teenage. twenty-one at very least. Yep. Yeah, yeah, very, not giving, very. I'm not least. giving up the booze. I'm, not, yeah. I'm never, <laughs> I'm never doing a fake card ever again. No, 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 no. We, we, we had that part of our lives. It's over with. Did you just spill beer all over my floor? No, I'm what was fine. That? Oh, all right. It was just something. I, I heard a thud. Over. Okay. Um, a seltzer for crying out loud. One of the uh, worst lines of this movie happens in this basement scene because, like. The kid lays down on his back, mm. and he's getting ready to, like, do this spell and whatnot, which I'm not familiar with what this spell is. It sounds like at some points Brad Dourif is speaking French here and there. I don't know what's I, happening. I think it's the first black movie, magic. It's, it, the first mo- movie, there's definitely Creole voodoo going yeah. on. All right, so that kind of explains the French-sounding part yeah. of it. Okay. Um, but before he does that, before he lays into this spell, he goes, oh, wow, Chucky's going to be a bro. No, he does that later. He does. He oh, says it, it to Andy to taunt him. And it's oh, is just, that? Oh, I thought it was in that scene. And it's like, dude, what? <laughs> not okay. <laughs> oh, that's not, right. Not, not okay. Because <laughs> he shows up in Andy's dorm room and he's like, "Hey, Andy, guess what? Chucky's gonna be a bro." Absolutely not in this movie, sir. Goo goo. No, 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 Kelly Rowland. Because the kid is. Ar- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kid is African American. I don't think we. That, that, that shouldn't matter, but apparently to this movie it does. Chucky's real fired up about it. <laughs> well, that's the real tension to me. It's like, oh my god, is Chucky going to say the N-word? That's going to be crazy. <laughs> no, but uh, this is what I will give Chucky some credit for. It's not like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta be black. <laughs> you know, because like... kind it, of excited by the prospect. Yeah, right? He's like, yeah, he's like, alright, like this is cool. It's going to be a change of pace for Chucky. Sure. You know, walk in uh-huh. someone else's shoes. <laughs> An equal opportunity possessor? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what we're saying I guess, here. yeah, sure. You know, he, Chucky doesn't discriminate. However, he can be reborn back into society. <laughs> you know. Well, he he does that like white guy thing where like the because it'd be one thing if he did say it to the kid like, "Oh, great, I'm gonna be a bro," but he does he finds the first white guy he can come talk to and be like, yep. "Hey, I'm gonna be a bro." Like, I'm okay with them, but, but, but just you and me, we're okay, right? It's like, yeah. no, we're not. Like, <laughs> you know what, dude? No, we're not. It's, it's the old secret white racist thing that you come across every now and again, and it is just the worst. Mm-hmm. You get in an elevator with a white dude, and it's like, "Hey, we're both white guys, right?" And it's like, "Oh, shut up." It's called me when I go back to my hometown. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, oh, that's that is. It, I got the scene wrong, but that is one of the worst lines in this movie. It's, it's like, come on, it's come real, on, it, It's real weird. Well, <laughs> the thing with this Tyler, so he's he's supposed to be like eight, 
But like, do eight year olds still fucking hang out with like my buddy and me shit? Like, dude, no. would they really I mean, like? Yeah, I would mean, he I really be attracted to this? He seems a bit stunted too, because I mean, he's been in military school for five years, a bullied military. But he's loser. got a video game. He's got like a Game Boy in the first yeah. fucking scene. It looked like a Game Gear, like a fake. Because I don't remember Game Gears being that big. Yeah, it looks like a fucking portable TV. This thing's enormous. <laughs> <laughs> and that TV's got buttons on it. He's <laughs> lugging it around on his back. <laughs> he's got a fucking generator, like. <laughs> Crank. <laughs> uh, so, so the colonel bumps in. Right. And it's great because Chucky is the only slasher icon that's afraid of getting thrown in the garbage. <laughs> like, that is one yeah. of his biggest, like, oh, my God, they're going to throw me in the fucking garbage. Yeah, Michael Myers does not have this problem. <laughs> no, he does not. The oh, leprechaun, sh- maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The leprechaun could get tossed in the trash. Those movies are unwatchable. Yeah, it's yeah. Pretty, I couldn't get much. the first. One. I watched that first one. It is, ugh. But people love it. People do. People enjoy them. There's like what seven of those now? Some fucking and a reboot coming. We reboot. Oh, no. It's out. It's out. We rebooted with that that wrestler. Oh, really? Whatever that little hog swallow. I believe his name is. It's not hog swallow. Where did I get that from? <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't know what that is. What have I been looking <laughs> at? Isn't that a map of Georgia? <laughs> yeah, but whatever that little that that guy. He's yeah. uh I think that's him. That's the new leprechaun. No, good. Just uh, WWE Studios ruining horror movies for the rest of us. Well, because I mean Willow. I mean he was just. I mean he was. Over hey, Warwick Davis was done. He yeah. was, he 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 yeah, moved like, on to his his uh, Ricky Gervais show. Like we're yep, we're having fun with ourselves. So he gets they, he he gets walked in on while he's doing his little conjuring. He's like, oh fuck! So I got to go back to being a doll. Here's the thing: that they might do this more now with those like CGI ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't you can't do it with the 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 puppet yeah. right it's always like he's alive as like the live puppet mm-hmm. and then you cut to something and then it goes back yeah. and he's yeah. like the doll looking nice or whatever i would imagine if they have a creative bone in their body they're using computers now to show you like him transitioning back into the doll well, uh, and it's like a fluid like anime oh wait i forgot you saw bride of chucky well, in theaters weirdly does that happen Weirdly, what happens is they, they just really don't do the I'm pretending to be a doll thing that much anymore. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, because he's got like zombie makeup. For yeah, like he, it, right? he's like just a killer. Like he's just a killer doll now. Good gravy. I think he maybe does it to Jennifer Tilly at the very beginning. But most of the time, it's just him fucking killing people. Oh, because like Jennifer Tilly's herself and then she gets put into yeah, a doll? Yeah, it, it's, it's a whole and that's Who thing. could possibly give a shit? And that just talk- I did about to 15 years ago. <laughs> So he gets walked in on by these two like superior officers who it's the first time we hear that there's like a war games thing getting set oh, up. Oh man, I love this. You know, so it's like now general, we need to have all these paintballs ready in the artillery room by next week or whatever is happening. So they throw Chucky in the garbage. <laughs> and he's like, a- stop playing with dolls, garbage. And I mean like we could just, you know, we could cut over most of the Andy Barclay stuff cuz it's really boring. Like, it's boring as shit. He gets he's- bullied at school. Great. It's- he's getting bullied. It's like it's a little bit of uh, Full Metal Jacket. They even do that. This is my rifle. This is my gun. Bit. Yep. We're doing that. Like you know, you <laughs> sure are. This little nerdy guy's doing his best. Uh, you know, private whatever private pile. Yeah, he's kind of the private pile. Oh, of the he's group. he's the one. Yeah, hey Joker. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love Vincent D'Onofrio, mm-hmm. man. He's I best. really do. Um, yeah, best. we can. Romancing De Silva, uh, yeah, Barry yeah, 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 which is weird because she's definitely older than, and, I, and like she, 
the actress was about 21 uh-huh. and he was about 17. Yeah. So in that age difference, it's, it's kind of weird to look at because she's like, oh man, I love this kid. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Cause he, I mean, I, it's not so much the age, the actual age difference. Cause yeah. like yeah. three years, who gives a shit? But what is, the the issue is that the actor who plays Andy is very baby face looking. Yep, yes. exactly. I said that he looks like Will Wheaton. I mean, Will Wheaton <laughs> now is like pushing fifty. Will Wheaton has a baby face. Like yes. this kid looks like a kid. Yes, and, exactly. And also, Perry Reeves is kind of obsessed with him to mm. the point where she breaks into an office. Oh yeah, to find his file to find out he was an orphan. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, you know, I think he's a real interesting guy. I'm going to take a look at his permanent record. And what's amazing too is she opens it up and like the first thing she looks at she's like knew it, foster home. <laughs> <laughs> like come on, oh, she's like 10 points. You Ooh. know what I mean? Like it's Ooh. on her little checklist. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, he's got problems. Ooh, spoiled meat. <laughs> <laughs> well, to the age difference thing, it's weird because when they they do make out in this movie, and it's like that fucking scene in This Is England, man. It's like, <laughs> ew. Oh, uh. Just kissing your babysitter. Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's, but um, so. Next oh, wait, to, so getting thrown in the garbage. Chucky, this is a great scene. Ch- this is actually the scene from Ninja Turtles that we never get. Yeah. Because <laughs> Chucky's in the trash. He's in the trash compactor. And he cleverly starts yelling out, like, hey, I'm a man back here. <laughs> hey, there's a grown man back here. <laughs> Not a possessed doll, everybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm a veteran. <laughs> get me out of here. The garbage man is like, oh, I'll save you, veteran. (laughs) So instead of, like, turning off the truck... Which you, which you should do if you're gonna if you're listen all you garbage men out there if you gotta fish a grown man out of your dump truck okay turn the dump truck off before you hop in he stops the gear but he leaves the thing a a running you know yeah 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 and so he jumps into this thing and Chucky like climbs out somehow Mm -hmm. and just closes this man and I. I've never seen the inside of a garbage it truck. It doesn't look like this. No. Okay, we can all agree <laughs> that this is a weird, like, hostile to device yeah. of some kind. It looks medieval. Like, it's like a rack. It's <laughs> a spinning, like, spiked uh, cylinder. I'm mm. like, how is this helpful when collecting and compacting garbage? I'm almost positive it's supposed to just be another wall. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm almost positive. You squeeze it together, yeah. it's more compressed. You use a hydraulic thing to push one wall against another wall, and you squish the garbage. So he pulls a Casey Jones and goes, <laughs> oops, and turns it on, and this guy gets crushed to death, and it's pretty awesome. But oh, also, Chucky, again, your number one and only priority is getting inside Tyler. Like yeah. That's, that's yes. it. Getting your soul in there and just take it. So don't go fucking killing people. because Don't go like, chasing garbage men, okay? <laughs> exactly. Seriously. Eyes on Stick the prize. the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. All right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's great because this guy is like putting his hand out. He's like, help me. And it gets like ripped off. That's, that's the best way to do that, right? This movie does get that right. Yeah. You could just be like, oh, no, and you just, like, never see it. This dude gets an arm out, and it just gets crushed. Oh, it's great. And then the Ninja Turtles high-five each other and mock his death for years. (laughs) Dude, they fucking killed. I know we say it every episode on this show, but the Shredder is murdered viciously at the end of that Turtles movie. And they just laugh 
all the way back to the pizza place. <laughs> I think it's like every time they go to like they get like a can of tuna, and like, they're just like, hey, think that's shredder. <laughs> I think that's a part shredder in there, recycled shredder. They talk about that shredder murder more than Al Bundy talks about that football game. <laughs> like, it's just every chance those turtles get to bring it up. And it just can be, like, super tangentially related to whatever someone else said. It's like, oh, that reminds me. Remember when we killed the shredder? <laughs> oh, Don, you forgot to shredder the pizza boxes this morning. <laughs> Which means throw them in the garbage. <laughs> So this dude's dead, and it attracts the attention of the entire school. Of course it would. It's awesome. Like, they try to, like, get this dude out or whatever. Mm. Nothing really comes of this poor garbage man's death. Again, an investigation would get open. Like, yep. Oh, well, who did this? Why, where did this? How did this happen? It's not an accident. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, just like the U.S. military man just covering it up, trying to solve that shit in-house. <laughs> no thanks. Outside authorities. Outside investigation. <laughs> So uh, Chucky makes his move on Andy and, you know, basically After he's done making his move on Tyler <laughs> and winds up like saying, I'm going to be a bro. And everyone kind of throws up. And then um, he the, the the Sarge, the kid, Shelton, Shelton breaks in and he's like, oh, you're playing with dolls, huh? My sister would love a doll. And he's like, no, but it's an evil doll. And, he, you know, like that whole thing. <laughs> oh, you don't want this one. You know, props to this movie. You're coming out in 1991, mm -hmm. where it was the Wild West for homophobic slurs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This character, Shelton, could be flinging the F all over the place, mm -hmm. not once in this film. Yeah, it's, it's not pretty once do I have to hear that shit. Pretty that, impressive, that's especially pretty in a great. military school movie. Almost no epithets. None whatsoever. <laughs> you which... know why Jesse the Body Ventura wasn't in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> And his infamous, I'm sure, improvised line of dialogue. Bunch of slack-jawed so-and-sos, if you get my drift. They didn't let me ad-lib as much on the set of Child's Play 3, so I had to walk off the production in protest. I played the crooked gym teacher. <laughs> There's no other role for him than the crooked gym teacher. Coach Abraxas. <laughs> I played Coach Abraxas. I had a pretty great scene where I threw Chucky in the garbage and then called him a slack-jawed so-and-so. Because I was pretty sure he was Secundus. <laughs> That's the uh, Ventura calling card, is slack-jawed so-and-sos. Talk about the greatest deleted scene of all time. I don't even think you could find it on YouTube. Arnold had to grab me in the set of Bra Batman and Robin and say, Hey, Jesse, cut it out. You're ruining a real good studio gig for me here, buddy. Man, Jesse the Body Ventura in this movie. It would have made this movie Absolutely. better. Absolutely. You, you, you don't have to pay that much either. He was doing a Braxis around the same time. <laughs> if you caught him before Christmas when they were filming that movie. like <laughs> That's something, though. Like, How do you not have anybody as yeah. like one of these teachers? Or, I mean, there's like, it's just nobody. I mean, they, they must have gone to... And, they, they, you know what they did? Probably it's like you see this in like in like uh, sports a lot, where you like in free agency you go after somebody that's really above your weight class, and you wind up getting nothing. They went after Arlie Ermy really hard in in free agency, yeah, and just got nobody. No, <laughs> but so there's nobody in this mm -hmm. movie, and and so the doll's back out of the garbage, and it's running around, and and also it's important actually to mention that while this uh, 
the the general or whatever is carrying this doll to the dumpster. Andy sees him like holding it, yeah. and it's like, yeah, I know this doll is mass produced on like a large scale, but that's definitely Chuck. That, <laughs> yeah, absolutely Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not, not fooling me for a second this time. Not for a darn second. So and sh- so Shelton gets it. Yeah, and he brings it into his room, and then there's this weird gonna break into this guy's room scene yeah just gonna break into this dude's bedroom mm -hmm, and again like he's just getting all over him and like he's throwing him against the wall and it gets it gets broken up perfect opportunity but you're breaking into his bedroom perfect opportunity for a slack jawed so-and-so nothing so way to go child's play three so this is around the time you know uh to get to get back at him shelton makes everybody kind of do the we're we're doing push-ups in the rain because yeah, it's like uh, until someone co- comes clean about who stole my doll Barclay <laughs> we're all gonna run outside in the rain mm-hmm. and it's like all these other dudes are like pushing him down like thanks a lot jerk making us run in the rain and this is when De Silva breaks into the other thing with her friend who she stole straight from a Tiffany Mall concert like who is this girl she is not in a military academy right now exactly and we've got Mr <laughs> Barber Beefcake. <laughs> and there's no there's no restriction on on women's hair in this in this fucking institution at all. I feel it's strict ponytails. Like I mean, you have to at least. Well, yeah, right. they're not making you GI Jane yourself. No, no. it's you know you're going to get a haircut, but you're not having this like ultra hairsprayed like scrunchy look. Like, I mean, yeah, I guess sideways ponytail yeah. situation, <laughs> like an extra on Full House. Like I guess it's like because it's after. Hours I mean, she's got a sport. gibbler. Let's 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 she's just... got a gibbler. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. And so, yeah, they break into the colonel's office. This is where they're trying to find the info on Andy. And, and like, Chucky's what is there because is. he's playing hide-and-go-seek, creepy hide-and-go-seek with this idiot kid. <laughs> Just fucking kill this kid's soul already. Enough yeah. with the hide-and-seek. And she puts, like, makeup all over his face. Oh, it's so great. They're like, look at this cute doll. And they're putting lipstick on his mouth. And I'm like, Chucky's going to have some words about this. Mm. Just you wait. So... <laughs> They hear like a rustling and they all run out of this office and here comes this fat colonel. And it's awesome because it's the only time I can recall like off the top of my head that someone literally just gets scared to death in a slasher movie. It makes perfect sense. If I saw fucking Freddy Krueger coming out of my bed, I would have a fucking heart attack. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so like, oh, fuck. (laughs) The dude flips on the light and he's like, what's going on in here? And it's just like the doll and he's like, How's it going? And the guy's like, Grr! like he go. That's oh no, this is what it is. He does another Jack Nicholson yell, and before he can strike, the dude just starts having a heart attack. And it's kind of funny because Chucky's like, "Oh, you gotta be shitting me! <laughs> I shouldn't have done that fucking scream. God damn it! Now I can't get off." <laughs> Now this dude's just having a real fat attack, and he falls backwards into this like battlefield, uh, uh, like what do you call him? Um, diorama you know that he's like been meticulously doing it's like house of cards he's like making these little beetlejuice's village (laughs) hey what's going on up there man (laughs) oh shit a fat guy run (laughs) and he falls through this table and just dies of a heart attack and chucky's just like all right well (laughs) save me a little bit of energy uh hey all you nerds on the internet keeping track of my kills that counts as one for the chuckster (laughs) you put that in your youtube montage all right yeah (laughs) yeah that's making your youtube video i don't want that one put under miscellaneous (laughs) or act of god fuck that i scared him to death 
So they kind of just have this like, oh, he's getting carted off because he had a big fat guy heart attack. And they dedicate breakfast to him the next day, I guess. <laughs> That's what we're doing. And this is something that happens a lot in movies. And there's nothing. Well, I won't say nothing. But there are a few things more humiliating than being tripped in a cafeteria. Oh, it's tops. It's the, it's the big one. Right? I mean, that's just bad. Oof, and everyone's laughing at you and pointing. Because you're not just falling. You're falling because you got tripped whilst holding food. Oh, it's bad news. And this kid literally has egg on his face. And I mean, if it's like spaghetti, it's like the cafeteria spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. You don't want that. That's when it's really bad. <laughs> so Pervert McGee is like smelling all the kid's hair. <laughs> oh this God. is so weird. Like and he's he... just going around. Like, and no one is stopping this. Nope. No one has a problem with this. Shelton doesn't have a problem. No, but like, and he's just like, like two gr- other adults that are running the school also don't have problems. And they with let it. this, like, this scene goes on like yeah. if he had done one or two of them yeah. be like that's a pretty perverted thing to do yep they he does it to like 12 kids he is he is creating a pedophile schedule because yeah. <laughs> he's walking around and he's like come see me on tuesday you better come see me on wednesday next friday you're in my basement barber shop <laughs> it's getting a little long right there oh, and then he gets to does w- not touch De silva's hair at all he's just yeah. nope doesn't nope. even look he looks at her and keeps walking walks right and she does kind of like a hair toss too yeah. like yeah. you don't want any of this i know <laughs> and then like he gets to what or whitestone or whatever his whitehurst. Name? whitehurst and he's like whitehurst you look disgusting you get to me right after breakfast and it would make sense if everyone got had a complete chop top. Like everyone, if yeah. you don't have a zero in in, in barber language, right. you have to go back to this creep, and he's gonna get get you again. Exactly. But everyone's got a different hairstyle. Some people have Wolverines. Yeah. Some I, people have like a little bit of a you know buzz a a, a dead left scrimp. You know, like <laughs> if you will. Nice. I, a good yeah, reference. Nice. Sure. <laughs> I mean. That's the thing. Like, Full Metal Jacket, they all have the same haircut. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because, like, this isn't, like, actual service. Yeah. You know, it's, like, it's just a school. So I guess this guy just gets to go, like, fun and fancy free with the different styles that he's doing. That's something. Like, so do these kids, like, because if I knew that I would not get touched by this pervert, Mm -hmm. I'd be shaving my head daily. I would be picking the thing. So do they have, like, Stockholm Syndrome or something? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. They've like, just been going to this I, basement barber shop for so I long. I would make mighty sh- that would make very quickly. I would be having my hair nice and cut and perfect. You're just doing it in the bathroom, like when you go in for a shave. You're like, yep. oh, a little bit came back. Yep. Just bick that yep. right Absolutely off. Absolutely not. Do don't not have to want- go back to you, Scorpio don't killer. Want to get diddled? <laughs> so Whitehurst goes down to the barber shop and he gets his hair cut. So like Whitehurst walks out of there, and this guy's like. Kind of sweeping up hair. He already has a white hearse sample, so he's not going to pick anything he, up off the floor. He's mumbling about a dead fish. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, you know, uh, as a school barber, the next thing I should do is start drinking on the job. And like, <laughs> he opens up this liquor cabinet or whatever, and Chucky's hiding in there for some reason, and he falls out, and the guy's like, you're even littler than Whitehurst. You know who else had a drinking problem? Jeff Dahmer. <laughs> Jeff Dahmer loved the sauce. He was a party boy is what he was. And so he takes this shot, doll. Shot, 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 shot. <laughs> Dahmer, a Dahmer montage. <laughs> There's a couple of Dahmer montages in that Jeremy Renner Dahmer yeah, movie. Just, just having a good time, man. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> so he's like, you know what you need, little doll? Well, you need a haircut. <laughs> what a fucking maniac. <laughs> Chucky, who's a possessed doll, is like, ew. This, guy oh, this guy's dead. a real monster. Like, I know I'm bad, but this guy's a real oh. monster. So he goes, and he's like just about to like start buzzing this doll's head. And Chucky like grabs like a, a, a barber, like straight, straight razor, razor yeah. you know, and just cuts this guy's throat. It's a pretty good one. It's a pretty, like... It, Throat, throat slits always get me like, oh, yeah. you know, it's just that because, you know, it's all coming out of the hand and it's getting everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So this dude's like dying and Whitehurst comes <laughs> back. Great. It's so good. <laughs> and he just walks in on this and he's like, oh, there's the there's the barber and he's clearly has his throat cut. He's bleeding. All- oh, it appears that a doll has done it. Oh, that's interesting. Well, this guy who I have supreme hatred for is dying in front of me. So. Let's just pretend none of this happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just like slowly backs out of the <laughs> fucking barbershop. Oh, God said, that's an angel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a... Bless we're, that Chucky. We're free from the shackles of this evil barber. But no, he he Chucky notices him because he says... He's just... He's like, hi. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, how's it going? <laughs> also, the murder of this barber not mentioned ever again. No, I mean, because we go right into the war games. But here's the thing. is like, and the, the beginning of the war games are like, well, Colonel Jessup would have loved uh, us to have this whatever. Yeah, he loved um, a hearty autumn war game. Death or no death. And don't <laughs> mind about that garbage man that got killed. Yeah. Like, that, that, those two can't be related. And by the way, oh, the barber was killed. Uh, who cares? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we have early reports coming in that the barber was murdered, uh, but the war games will continue. Uh, do we have... Sa- yeah, we have... Sa- okay, the sandwiches are dedicated to the barber. <laughs> war games dedicated to the colonel. The sandwiches. The lunch today will be dedicated to the barber. <laughs> You're too non-white. <laughs> and so Chucky... I mean, and here's the thing. is like... And correct me if I'm wrong. I know what a paintball gun looks like. It looks nothing like an actual gun. It's it's an air rifle that that shoots pellets, little be- balls that are yay big. Because right? it has to hold balls and not bullets. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think there's ways to do this. Though. Is there to to make a cartridge into a paintball bullet? Yeah, I mean, because the thing that you're you're thinking of is like you know I can fire like forty of these or something. Yeah. and there's a little thing that holds my pellet. I could not care less about paintballing, yeah. but like. You know, there's a thing that holds all your pellets and they fall in and whatever. But this is like you're trying to simulate like actual training and whatever. So you can, I think, get like actual cartridges that will fit into a rifle, like a real rifle. Mm -hmm. But all that comes out like is a paint thing, I think. Yeah. Again, I could not care less (laughs) about paintballing, so I don't know. But I would imagine that's a real thing. So Chucky gets into the armory and switches the bullets. Which, where did he get the map to this campus? <laughs> where he knows where all this stuff he is. He in the garbage. <laughs> oh, I Should- love down here anyway. <laughs> Shouldn't have thrown this away. I mean, he's been spending <laughs> fucking three days on this campus. He's killed three people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Which didn't, none of them took that long. No. And he's uh, certainly not going to do the thing he wants to do badly. Super low body count in this horror movie, BT Dub. Seriously. For a, for a third of a slasher movie, really low body count. You amp them up to keep me coming back. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing is, I think this is this has the best deaths certainly over the first two. Yeah. The first two have, like, no good deaths. Well, yeah, because we haven't got to Whitehurst yet. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm saying the first two movies. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. 
Yeah, uh, the first two movies, like, I don't remember there being, like, a particular, like, oh, man, they he really got it. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, people get it in this yeah. movie. <laughs> the, the, they get it good. I mean, that fat attack, <laughs> he falls right through that table. Yeah. It's amazing. He Matt Foley's that table pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's changing all these paint rounds. Like, all the cartridges of paint come out, and he's putting live ammo into these things. And, again, so... The boys are playing, the girls are playing, and the little kids are playing. And the little like, kids, you know what I think the little kids are supposed to be? Like in the Civil War when they had like <laughs> the little drummer boy out front leading yeah. the charge, yeah. you know, which is like one of the worst ideas ever <laughs> sure. for war. Like just get a kid out there. Give him a little <laughs> snare drum. Just don't walk ahead of everybody. Or like a runner, the guys who would like run the memo up to the general. Yeah, yeah. That's what those little kids are yeah. for, I think. Yeah. So and they, then maybe they'll get shot in the head too. Oh man, you know what's... <laughs> You ever like remember movies? And you're like, no one could have ever seen that movie, which is <laughs> that uh, World War II pigeon movie with Ewan McGregor, that uh, animated movie. Gawal, something. The legends. nobody, right? No one's seen that. Oh, movie. that oh, yeah. the Owls of Gahul. No, yeah. no, no, no. It's oh. like it's like it takes place like there's like a Nazi pigeon and and he's oh, a pigeon. Yeah. Oh yeah! No oh. one saw that movie, right? Like, yeah, right yeah, into yeah. the We All Hate Movies mailbag. If you ever saw that movie, because I really think no one ever saw that movie. Oh man, I totally oh, forgot is that about that. Valiant. Yes, Valiant. It's Valiant. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah nobody yeah, saw nobody Valiant. Saw like, I mean, people saw Valiant, <laughs> but like, as far as the world cares, nobody saw Valiant. If you have a DVD of Valiant, please take a picture and post I'll it. I'll tell you. The- <laughs> please, I double dare you. There and were- it doesn't count if you go to a Best Buy. Yeah. There were a couple Southwest Airlines people <laughs> yeah. who have definitely seen Valiant. That's fair. Valiant. Yeah, Nazi pigeons. <laughs> Original title. <laughs> so it's, it's a capture the flag, and right. um, Whitehurst, uh, Andy, and De Silva are on the blue team. Little Kid is on the red team. Yeah, and that's Tyler, like all, Tyler's the red team, and those are the only characters. Shelton is running the blue team. Exactly. Yes. And he's about to meet his end, too. So, so like, you know, and it's apparently this war games is days long. So they, they set up camp for the night. Yeah, you're making a weekend out of this. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, uh, Andy's like, look, you know, t- I know he's going to go after Tyler. I can't let Tyler fall to Chucky, blah, blah, blah. Right. So let me let me go save him. Here's here's my thinking, though. Right. Worst case scenario, sure. Andy. I, I think I know where you're going. He possesses Tyler. Sure. Okay. Not your fault. Tyler's been only a jerk to you this entire movie. Yeah. He's been really obnoxious. Started by stealing your fucking property. <laughs> stealing your mail. Yeah. <laughs> he started by federally offending you. Okay. <laughs> so, like, look. Chucky gets in there. It's Chucky in the body of this little kid. It's kind of the same thing as him being in the little... The little nice guy. The good guy doll. Sure. It's, they're about the same size, mm-hmm. right? You're in a military camp, like you're at this big war games exercise. A lot of live rounds going around. Yeah, and you know, oh my goodness, uh, whoop, Tyler just done fell off this bluff. <laughs> so like, worst case scenario, that's all I'm saying. And you're, you're not a voodoo master, you can't take this soul, get Tyler's soul back. The no. only thing you could do to avenge Tyler at this point is to kill him. I exactly, mean- so my thinking is, why don't you concentrate on De Silva? <laughs> yeah, make some moves, dude. This, I mean, De Silva makes her move. She's sure. like, hey, uh, let's leave our army camp and go for a nice romantic walk. And honestly, if they do catch you doing it, killing Tyler, <laughs> guess what? You, for years now, have been telling everybody who's got two pa- a fucking pair of ears <laughs> that a fucking doll 
killed your, sent your mom to the fucking crazy house. Mm-hmm. Yep. Killed her best friend. Killed yep. a bunch of people. Sure. Yep. You could play this fucking insanity defense like nobody's business. You're doing you're doing two years tops in a loony bin. Yeah. And then you're just and out. Like, you yeah. get a bunch of fun pills for the rest of your life. And Chucky's dead. Chucky's final Chucky got what he want, and guess what? Now he's fucking in the ground. Yep. Exactly. And he ain't coming back. Now let me ask you this, Chris Cavin, because yeah. you're a huge fan of uh Curse of Chucky or Bride of Chucky or whatever. <laughs> Bride of Chucky, that's the one wild, you saw. Yes, wild fan. You're wearing a t shirt of it right now. I mean, I didn't want everybody to know that, but <laughs> I'm sure. sorry. You know, we we there's we talk about everything. On I, this I, show. I understand. Fangoria.com exclusive. <laughs> it was it was my fault. Do they have like does it just start and it's like now I'm Chucky again? Or is there a resurrection of some kind? Well, I think the because that's the next movie in this series, right? Yeah, it goes three. Child's Play 3, then Bride yeah, th- of This Chucky. one killed the fucking franchise. Bride, Seed, Curse. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah. I think, I mean, they actually, I think they might have actually carried over the idea that now he is just a doll. Uh-huh. Um, I don't remember. I believe, like, he because he has the staples. He staples part of his face back on. I think yeah. that's what the... Because oh, that's at what, the end oh, of the, right. this movie, he's Interesting. got half a face. Yeah. Um, I think that's what happens. I'm not completely clear. Gotcha. So, I mean, yeah, so worst case scenario, Andy, you got to kill a kid. <laughs> eh, you can plead insanity. You can hook up with De Silva. In the yeah. meantime, it's great. And I'm, trust me, your cue will only go up for De Silva if you kill a kid. <laughs> oh, it's child killing. Now we're talking. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was great before that he was just a damaged foster home kid. <laughs> now he's killing other kids. <laughs> da Silva. <laughs> so they make out. Like he does. He's like, oh, Tyler's in trouble. But Da Silva. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I'll take a few minutes for Da Silva. <laughs> and she like takes. I him was the- up for the role of Da Silva. <laughs> They thought it would be pretty awkward in the scene where I had to make out with Andy, and I was the one initiating it. I did like the scene where I got to show him how to shoot a gun, though. I do believe that's very important for every American to know. I had this whole backstory where I'd been abducted by UFOs. They cut it right out. So she's like, look at this carnival off in the distance. And what's I love this. What I love about this like exchange that they have is she's like, look at that carnival off in the distance. And he basically says, like, God, I remember what it was like when life was fun. <laughs> like, that's what he's basically saying yeah. to this girl. Well, I, well, she's just like grabbing him by the shoulder. Like, ah, look at the end of the movie, everybody. Just, just stare at it. <laughs> we'll be down there in five minutes. <laughs> Anyone thinking about going to the bathroom, <laughs> go now. We'll be down at that carnival before too long. Because the best stuff about to come up. Oh, man. So oh, let's just get into it. So basically, uh, shit gets real. Uh, Chucky kidnaps De Silva. Um, Whitehurst rats out that Andy has left. So like... Uh, Shelton and the whole gang are looking for Andy, looking for... Because they think he's a traitor to the red team. Yes. So they're, like, going after, like, we're gonna, we were going to move out at dawn, but now we're going to move out in the middle of the night because the red team might capture our flag. Yeah. So they're going out, like, thinking he's, like, a double agent in this war game. Sure. Or whatever. So everybody's, like, on the move trying to get Andy Barclay dead. Yeah. And so we get to this point where there's, like, this old junked-out car, and that's where Chucky's taking this girl. He took Tyler for oh t- Tyler right. He's got both of them. Well, he, he takes Tyler and then Tyler gets away, but then he De Silva's gets... instantly and De Silva is one of the ones that has no reaction to the fact that a doll is. Yeah, oh, she's got oh, yeah. nothing. She's just like all right. 
<laughs> I've been taken prisoner. Well, I'm not turned on by Andy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this, this is, is all real. Oh, that just means he's a normal guy. Oh, <sighs> son of a bitch. I was really uh, hoping that was an hallucination. Wasted days. <laughs> so, yeah, so... Then, like, all of, like, the red team comes for some reason, and it's, like, red team and blue team, and this doll and this girl in the middle, and the red team's like, oh, no, we're under attack, and they start firing at the blue team, and it's only the red team yeah. that Chucky's replaced the yeah. ammo in. Chucky's got a grenade, right? That's, <laughs> that's how he's holding the silver. Right. And basically, he, uh, Tyler is, like, kind of going to give himself up to Chucky because... He's afraid he's going to kill the Silva. He's like, look, I'll be okay. Andy, you save me in five minutes. So they make a swap, right? <laughs> yes. De Silva for Tyler. Chucky leaves, but not before throwing this gr- live grenade at all the kids. Oh, man. And you know what? This is something. That, what about What's about to happen needs to get set up earlier. It needs to be, there needs to be a class where Whitehurst is like, somebody's like, you're such a selfish little shit whitehurst you'd never fucking go go after a man that went down or something you know like yeah yeah, something. yeah. You, forever you'll be a coward whitehurst mm-hmm. and that's the thing is it the the only person who's given him a lot of shit is shelton who who's, is a living breathing asshole and yeah. he's dead at this point too yeah. so the, the grenade is live oh, it's tick tick God. ticking away and I instead of it. saying grenade everybody run or just fucking plowing all these people down with one big heave ho. A good old mosh pit crowd push. Yeah. Yep, exactly. He just jumps on this thing and it goes off. And poor Whitehurst, man, he just blows up. Hauled out. Oof. Oh, it's like when you go to the deli and you want them to get like more ingredients in your sandwich, so you're like all right, yeah, I'm going to get this, you know, like on a hero. Can you, yeah, just hollow out that bread? <laughs> so it's just like a husk of bread with your sandwich, you know? He just and goes it's in slow up. motion, too. It's, it's in like slow-mo. They just let it all show. Somebody thought they were Oliver Stone. Between the Shelton death and the Whitehurst death, this is like, oh, man, this is the tragedy of war. And it's like, what are we talking about? It's 1991. <laughs> Like, what the fuck are we? It's a talking doll movie. I mean, it is the platoon of horror movies. I think it was it was this filmmaker's response to Kuwait. I think it was, <laughs> oh, wow. was the deal. So yeah, he's just in chunks, and they all kind of look like, oh my god, who was? Oh, <laughs> I mean, thanks, Whitehurst, but well, at least it I was mean, Whitehurst. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna send a card. But. <laughs> Well, it's great because Gibbler starts crying like, oh, he was the only man I ever loved. Yeah, oh, give me a break, Gibbler, yeah. with that those crocodile tears, man. Come on. You've had one scene in this movie. Shut up. Well, I think that's the thing. She was an extra in this scene, and she was like, you know. And just like, oh, God, no. Why? Nobody's, wait, nobody's crowding the corpse? Crowding the corpse. <laughs> Called it. So Tyler like makes his way down to this carnival. Well, Chucky's got him. He's got, uh, he's got a knife at this point. It's to Tyler Stewart is like, "We're gonna do it in the carnival. We're gonna play hide the soul in the carnival." Oh, he's yeah, he's like, "Well, it's a carnival, so I guess there's definitely a haunted house we can go into." <laughs> so yeah, so he like makes him go down or whatever, and then the two of them, uh, the two of them being uh, Andy and De Silva, mm-hmm. the living cast members. <laughs> The living cast members with more than four lines in this movie. When they're not... The ones who aren't crying over Whitehurst's corpse <laughs> go down and... What like what is the situation, though? Because like Tyler goes into the lost and found first. Yeah. No, no, that's what it is. 
Tyler goes down to the oh, carnival he and he goes right, to the yeah. Lost and Found because uh, Chucky doesn't have him. Yeah. He goes to the Lost and Found and he's like, hey, there's a doll trying to kill me. Or like, there's a, there's a guy trying to kill me. And like this security guard at this carnival is like, well, come to my security tent. Well, that, 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 a kid comes into your tent and says, a guy named Chucky is trying to hurt me. Yeah. Right. And he's like, Kids, yeah, and like it's what? This is like your go time, man. Yeah, this Call is your time to shine. Yeah. Carnival security guard. Come on, know? Joe, it's time to go. Like, and he looks at he like looks at the clothes that he's wearing. He's like, oh, you're a Kent kid, huh? And he's like, yeah, but I don't see what that has to do with anything. I told you a man's trying to hurt me. <laughs> so he sits him down. And he's like, oh, you're not going to get hurt. Blah blah blah. You know, we'll figure out where you belong. By the way, you might like this. This will make you feel better. Look what I found. And he pulls Chucky like out of a cabinet. And he's like, here, play with this. Chucky it's, kills this guy off screen. Playing the long con here, I guess. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Good thing the kid went down there, Chucky. <laughs> I guess I'll wait here all night. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so then like... He went to the Denny's across the street. God <laughs> damn it. It was either the carnival or the Denny's. Well, shit. And what... Uh, Oh, and the school's closed now. I'm never going to find him again. <laughs> so then, like, De Silva and Andy come down, and they're like, hey, lost and found security guard. Uh, we're looking for this kid. Oh, no, the kid's dead, the, the, right? The security the guard's dead. dead yeah. Security guard's dead. Off, off screen, I agree. We need a better death for the security guard. I need to yeah. see it. I need yeah. to see something going it's, on. Totally. It's got to be pretty silly. Because we only have, like, four yeah. deaths at this point. It's so silly. It's so bad. And, and I need a silly death after the fucking shot through the heart and <laughs> yeah. the fucking hero death. <laughs> I need to laugh at murder again, everybody. <laughs> You know what I mean? Give me like, a good silly murder. We got really Kubricky in here for a moment. <laughs> Scissors through the head, something. <laughs> uh, yeah, another barber pun. Sure, you know? that'll work. So they're like, all right, well, we found a gun in this dude's drawer or something, or they take it off his body. Yeah. I don't know. Now he's got a gun. Yeah. And they're running around. Then he sees Andy or uh, uh, Tyler holding the doll, and they go into the haunted house, and Andy's like, oh, well, convenient. <laughs> it's called the Devil's Lair, by the way. Oh, it sure is. Yeah. And they go in there, and, you know, it's a lot of like, it's a lot of Chucky being like, all right, we got to find a spot where no one can see us do this. <laughs> yeah, over here looks good. And you're just like, do you know what this sounds like, movie makers? Also, this is a very, very, and like, I know that there's like big carnivals in Texas yeah. and like down there. This is a very small carnival. This ride is humongous. This is like. It puts Space Mountain to change. Yeah, it, it's really insane. It's, it's like humongous. Chili Willy presents Space Mountain <laughs> because it's a little like trailer. On the outside, and then you walk in, and it's Space Mountain. There's literally a mountain of skulls in the middle of this ride, and you're this rink-a-dink, five-set-pieces carnival. Yeah. So he starts doing this spell again, or some shit, and like it's always hilarious when it happens. It's just this little dog going, "I don't know, Dominic," <laughs> and like clouds start to form. Oh man! Oh man! I am laughing the every time. Ghostbusters clouds <laughs> appearing over this carnival. Oh, perfect! And I think it's the same because it happens in the, at the end of the second one too, and I think it's the same exact effect. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> I think they just, you paid they for it. Well yeah, right just a little old cut and paste. Mm-hmm. Save that to the computer. So Andy breaks it up or something and then like Tyler runs up this mountain and then like Chucky's up there or something they get they get on top of this mountain there's this great there's this grim reaper uh that's it's like you know it, oh, he's yeah. always it's an enormous grim reaper with a big sky and he's always about to get your little cart in this fucking when you're wa- on, when you're on this rock ha- why would it be sharp why would the sky 
be so sharp it would cut a doll's face off. Oh like, man, his never... like doll flesh face. Oh, it's great. Now he's just looking like the Terminator. He does look like the Terminator. Yeah. Like part of his face just gets cut off by this thing. So it's a big like chase up this mountain, and everybody's climbing up this thing. It's like the end of guts. And you're just like climbing <laughs> up this aggro crag. Because there's like fake smoke popping out. You know, there's this weird looking British lady who's announcing <laughs> what's happening. You know, and Mike all... O'Malley's there. <laughs> They're all hooked to bungee cords for some reason. <laughs> and also, speaking of fucking dangerous things on this little roller coaster, there's the sharp fucking sky. Yeah. But then there's an open fan. Yeah. It's really dangerous. A humongous open fan. And like, it's gonna come into it's gonna come in handy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, we're like ninety seconds away from this happening. But like you're totally right though. Where's the like the safety cover that goes over every fan ever? It can still <laughs> blow the fucking pieces of machete paper or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know that's all it's doing. It's machete paper has to flutter like flames. Like we've been putting little safety grates over fans since before they killed Kennedy. Okay? <laughs> like what are we doing with this big open it's not a fan, it's a turbine. I promise you a gate on every fan. (laughs) Huge applause. Landslide. (laughs) Landslide victory. Promises gates on fans. So we're like at the top of this thing and he's like, he's got a gun and he's trying to shoot at the doll. And here's my question. Where do you end this like conjuring? Because he he gets this kid like where he needs to get him. He says all the mumbo jumbo, but then he like keeps repeating shit. Yeah. Well, he calls out. That's the thing is he calls out. He's like, "Give me the power!" <laughs> and then <laughs> whatever you say, Prince Adam. <laughs> and it somehow he still has to do something after saying, "Give me the power." He just keeps repeat like whatever it is. He just keeps repeating it, and I was like, "All right." So he did it. Like, yeah, ritual over. Finish the thing. The the clouds are here. I saw the clouds. Like, come on. Isn't that a better ending, too? Like, especially like this is probably your last movie. He gets this kid and and he's got to kill this kid. You know what I mean? Maybe he even maybe we get a nice end of uh, Monster at 80,000 feet where he's on the fucking gurney and he's like, oh, it's a doll, the doll. And they close it and like, oh, that guy's dead. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or, I mean, listen. It's like, oh, Andy, thanks for saving me. I can't believe how stupid I was with with that dumb Charles doll, blah, mm. blah, blah. And then, like, they go their separate ways, and then, like, this little kid just starts laughing like Brad Dourif. Cat eyes! Yes. <laughs> then you get cat eyes. Turn cat eyes Brad Dourif laugh. That's like, it. That's, that's what you want. Or it would be even better, like, he accidentally does it. Like, they're just walking, and the kid, like, stubs his toe, and he's like, oh! And he's like, what did you say? And he's like, oh, nothing. <laughs> No, no, no. And, and then, then cat eyes. And then Bride of Chucky, Dennis Haysbert. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that would be great. Oh, wow. I'd love that. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I want the that. The nicest serial killer of all time, <laughs> Dennis Haysbert. So he wrestles with this faceless doll. And, you know, he shoots him or something. The doll just falls off into those turbines. Yep. Gets nice and ground up. Yeah. Like... Talk about ground chuck, am I right? And it's not even like the, the, the terrible. Sl- yeah. Sorry, <laughs> it's not even the slasher movie where like maybe you think he's dead and there's one last scare or something. Yeah. You know, nothing. Like it's just because he does have the physiology of a person for no reason. So he's got none of the advantages of a person and all of the disadvantages. Yeah, exactly. He can still be chopped up, decapitated, whatever. Like he bleeds, he gets shot. He's like, oh shit, you know? <laughs> oh, like, I got shot. Oh. <laughs> 
I was two days before retiring into that kid's body. <laughs> I kind of wanted this to end like the end of King of New York. And he's just got a bullet in his gut. And <laughs> just walking, there. He's just walking through the fucking cars. <laughs> what is astounding about how they end this movie, though, is like Tyler's like, thanks for saving me, Andy. By the way, that was really crazy. Yeah. And Andy's line is something like, uh, like, don't worry, Tyler. I've been here before. And they put Andy in the back of a police car. Oh, do they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you would think it's like they both got some blankets on yeah, them. Yeah. He and De Silva share a kiss. Yeah. Well, De Silva got hurt at some point in the movie. It doesn't really matter. She's like, go on, Andy. Because she's like the tough one that she. Oh, she, Chucky's got a gun and she shoots. She gets shot by him. Yes. Like in the leg or something. And, you know, like she's the one that taught uh, Andy how to shoot and all that stuff. This is what I want. I want, like. You know, it turns out De Silva's okay. Yeah. Like, the ambulances, the fire trucks, like, everybody's there. And, like, you know, uh, Andy and De Silva, like, share a kiss. And it's kind of like, you know, uh, he's going to take Tyler under his wing. Sure. And then just like Die Hard, right? We pull up to this very high-angle shot Mm -hmm. of the whole scene. And it's just, well, the weather outside (laughs) is frightful. And that's just, like, it's the credits. Like, that's it. This dude is going to jail. Or it's like Die Hard with a Vengeance and they have to go to Canada for five more minutes. <laughs> he shoots Chucky out of a helicopter. <laughs> oh, and that's that's it. I've, I've been here before. I guess that means doing time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just we cut to some... We, we don't even cut. It's just the, the, the credits just yeah. start rolling over this poor fucker going to jail. It's like B-roll of the carnival. Like, there's a garbage picker. Like, it's... <laughs> Yeah, it's really stupid. He's sweeping up a spotlight. Like, come on. <laughs> Movie's over, folks. Time to go home. <laughs> sweep, sweep. Lights go off on the carnival. Is the snack bar still open? <laughs> John Lovitz comes out. It's just what, a, just what a boner of a sequel, this movie, man. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, I, the thing is, I don't know really what, especially from the first movie, like what the rules of the whole franchise was supposed to be like they should have given him there aren't any rules yeah there should have been like a new motive or a new kid or something i mean there is a new kid but like we're just going through whatever yeah i mean this is kind of like you're like you have an older version of your character it's like nightmare three when like heather langenkamp comes back and she's like i know what's going on these kids are being messed with by freddie like I'm here to help you. Like, that's essentially what this is, is like, oh, I know that this kid's coming. You know, Chucky's coming after this kid. Like, I got to help him out. Like, the seasoned veteran of the other two movies. Yeah, and I mean, that's the thing, is that he's still spooked by this fucking... Like, and if anybody's tangled, he's killed him before. Yeah. Yeah. He should be a little tougher, I feel. Yeah, he should be a bit more uh, Sarah Connor Terminator 2. grizzled. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. he needs to be a little bit of a grizzled hard apple. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. And the funny thing is, I've been, like, talking shit about all these sequels. I know I'm going to seek them out and I'll watch them. (laughs) I just am. I mean, that's the the way I roll. The the fucking thing that just never makes sense is the whole fucking issue is that he doesn't want to be trapped in the body because once he gets trapped in the doll, he can be killed as the doll. Yeah. Right. But you then the game, when you, you get for real. <laughs> killed as the doll, you don't really die. Yeah. So I guess people no just sense. sweep up your parts and melt you down and, yeah, and build then, you back I, up again. And then a few drops of blood and that's uh, that's it. You're fine. No, yeah, it doesn't work. Give me something better. I, I mean, and like, I would have liked... I think this movie... It's a total recommend for me because uh, it's a lot of fun. It's stupid. And yeah, I think I need I need like two to three more creative deaths. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of this movie, in the saggy middle of this movie, where we're just going through like the military school stuff. Like, 
Just something. I mean, I thought that the uh, the ma- the guy because they do have a very long scene with Tyler and this guy who sorts the mail. Yes, and I was yeah. certain he was going to get something. Yeah, totally. I mean, they they give Tyler like a little bit of backstory. They're like, you know, your dad's flying jets over whatever. You know, like yeah. he comes from a military. Yeah. background i guess but yeah because that guy is sort of fatherly like well hey tyler yeah. mm-hmm. what are you doing they you want to deliver French... some mail yeah like they fucking you know they uh, he goes and asks like oh where is you know mcgillicuddy and then you know letter <laughs> opener right in the neck yeah, yeah oh, it's, you gotta you gotta show me McGilly, mcgillicuddy getting it man. and i i mean i i will recommend this as well because it, i think it's the best of these it and it's not good but it has <laughs> A the most creative deaths. Uh, B it, it it does go along pretty quick. Yeah, uh, it never sags too much, uh, and it's probably got. I mean, and I hate to admit this, but it probably has the better jokes of the whole thing. Like the heart attack is pretty hilarious. <laughs> I would recommend this movie for the heart attack alone because it <laughs> is the best. There, there's nothing better than someone literally getting spooked to death. Like that's and what he, happens. And he does have a oh come on, like <laughs> which is. I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, yeah, the comedy in this is good. And I understand, like, people watch these movies for the comedy. Like, that is one of these sure. franchises. Yeah. That that's what you're here for. So, I mean, what I've seen of this franchise, which is now two of these movies. Like I said, I didn't see the second one. Yeah. But, yeah, I would recommend this movie. I'm sadly going to seek out the others. Oh, I'm just, no. Because I've been on this weird completist bend. Like, I suffered through all of those howling movies. I super suffered through all of those Hellraiser movies. I'm just going to do it. And I'm probably going to suffer some more. And it's going to be <laughs> my own fault. Well, I mean, at least you, you called the quits on Leprechaun. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's a week. That's, that's a, a one long and done. week. If you, can get, if you can barely get through the first one, there's no reason to go through any of the others. Although, I'll say with my love for Ice T, I might <laughs> check out that Leprechaun in the Hood. Yeah. Because Ice T's in that movie, isn't he? I think. Is he yeah, one, of the, right. one of the fellas. Well, then there's also like he goes to space. Like, sure, they're just doing that, whatever they how's want. How's that leprechaun getting to space? He's not getting to space. And how's a gold. pot of gold? How are they sneaking a pot of gold on a fucking <laughs> yeah, space true. shuttle? <laughs> very, very true, Chris. <laughs> that's Child's Play three from 1991, directed by Jack Bender. That concludes the Halloween Spooktacular 2014. I'm very sad about this. Yeah. All of our sequels worked out. By the way, possible subtitle. I saw it a couple places. Of this movie was Look Who's Stalking. <laughs> Child's oh, really? Play 3, Look Who's Stalking. It's not in the movie proper. Yeah. No. But maybe it was cut out of... That's where know. they released it in Romania. <laughs> Look Who's Stalking. They were like, you know, Romania really loves those John Travolta, Kirstie Alley movies. Maybe but, we'll trick them into thinking it's one of those. But then I do feel like you need to have the proper uh, Look Who's Talking poster with him, like, looking over... <laughs> with sunglasses on. <laughs> so he's got little neon blue sunglasses on. <laughs> If you want more information about We Hate Movies, check out our website, whmpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at whmpodcast. Right into our mailbag, weallhatemovies at gmail.com. Where do you stand on some of these shittier, less popular horror franchises? Rate and review the show, whether you get it in iTunes or Stitcher, however you download us. Take two seconds, leave a review. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, Next week, we are starting... The listener request month for November. Uh, so clue for next week's episode. The Swingin' 60s, man. The Swingin' 60s. Oh, get ready, everybody. So your calls possibly being selected 
And if you want one more chance to celebrate Halloween with us, come check us out at the Jacob Burns Film Center this Friday, October 31st. BurnsFilmCenter.org for tickets. So until next week with the Swingin' 60s, I'm Andrew Jupin. Chris Gavin. Steven Zeta. Take it easy. Season of the Witch, the night no one comes home.